Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening. This is Penelope Flynn, co host and moderator of Discussions from the Other Hood. I'm here on this lovely June. 2023 with your Blair assassins um, um, next door who would be Cranston middle spot Sonia Nikki and Otto and we are here uh, this week to discuss those shows that would make or not make the black TV guide before we get started we are going to talk a little bit about our weather and there's a lot of weather stuff going on um, this week and uh, Cranston we'll start with you how is your weather the weather was actually pleasant, even though it finally, uh, Thursday, it finally made it up into the 90s, but it's still comfortable. You can get a nice kind of breeze going if you're sitting under a tree. And uh, we got some rain, but it wasn't like overpowering. So it's been pretty good. So you didn't get any of that uh, smoke that was coming down from... Um... From Canada. No, we right. did not get any of the smoke. Uh and uh you know and and i don't know how far south it got but it, it didn't come this way i guess it got uh, the, the impending hurricanes blew it all back out to sea wow okay well that, that's a thing i don't know if it's a good thing it's a thing all right well sonia how is your weather it's similar to cranston's but no rain no smoke no rain lots of pollen um and are you want to we're in the feel like 90s, not quite 90s, but it feels like it. Yikes. But other than that, clear skies. Yeah. Beautiful. That. If you don't mind, and every once in a while we get um, heavy ozone warnings. So I guess that's the way the, the smoke is getting down here. Mm. But it's just it just increases the ozone, So they, and, um, which is very weird. I'm used to Tallahassee's pollen alerts. No, nah, they consider that normal down here. Wow. Okay. Enjoy your pollen, and um, and I hope that you have less ozone. So, Otto, you get to talk about your weather. Uh, actually, there's no weather. Actually, it's just hot. It's hot. Yeah. So, there's yeah, no weather. Broke, yeah, we broke hundreds yeah, this week. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, we're going to look back on these days and remember these days fondly and and when we look back on these days, we're going to say, ah! <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. I know, I think we just, Nikki dropped out for a second. I'm hoping that she's going to jump back in. Yes, yeah, But uh, we'll get moving on our topic, which is those shows that make and don't make the Black TV Guide. Uh, last week, um, before last week's show, Otto and I have been talking about, you know, those shows and stuff that, you know, we watched in our homes, things that we did not watch in our homes, and some of them were the same, some of them were different. Um, I think Nikki's just come back and going to grab her and have her do her weather before we get started. Hey, Nikki, are you back? Yeah, I'm sorry I hung up you all. I had a bad, a bad connection. All right, well, I'm glad you're back with a good connection. 
And so we're just getting ready to get started, but I said, hi, Nikki's back. So want to get a view of how your weather is. It's raining here. I guess that's good because not it takes anything that's in the air out of the air. Yeah, but it's not a bad rain, but it's, you know, a little rainy here. What's the temperature? Is it hot or is it is it muggy or is it just normal and rainy? It's 74 degrees. Oh my God, you got great weather. We yeah. we were over 100 this week. I wish I had oh, seen no, 74. Wow, I envy you. Oh, wow. I wish I'd seen 92. <laughs> yeah, I know. 92 would have been nice. Yeah. 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 It's starting to get hot here. And uh, although oh, I think Penelope. we have a little bit of. Yes. Did you get that box that I sent you, though? No, not yet. Okay. I will let you know if I do it, but not yet. All right. But thank you for asking. I will let you know. Okay. Okay. Well, we're just getting ready to get started on our. Black TV guide, the shows that make the list and don't make the list, things were allowed. And by the to way, Penelope, let me let me ask you this. Is TV guide still a thing? Do they still make that? I cannot remember the last TV time TV? I saw one. It's a store. They do, they do still do a print version of TV guide, only on, but it's it's like a large magazine format size, like a time or something like that. Oh. And you can always find it, at least here, you can always find it at the uh, supermarket checkout about Stan. And they do have the uh, things like the new shows on the new season and special issues and stuff like that. So, yeah, it is still a thing, but probably like everything else, like soon to be the uh, Los Angeles Times, it's the, uh, it's the uh, online version that people watch more than anything else. Okay, cool. All right. I should love TV Guide. I used to love TV Guide, especially the fall, the thick TV Guide that come out in the fall with yeah. all the new shows. Yeah, double issue for the new season, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know when I was a kid that we didn't really, you know, look at the TV Guide too much because it's not like we had any um, access to the television. We weren't really allowed to be turning exactly. on we were young. So, you know, TV Guide, you know, <laughs> And useless for us. Well, I had a TV in my room, in our room upstairs. And so TV Guy was a big thing for us because we used to watch, you know, like, you know, there was a Star Trek repeat. And which one is it? You know, uh, which episode? You know, something we saw before or something. It's not like it is now. Like, you, it, you know, you see a Star Trek episode, you can watch it, number one, watch it anytime. And then yeah. number two, you know exactly what what it's going to be about, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, back in the day, it's like you know, a roulette. You know, you have no idea what Star Trek, what Star Trek episode is this. Yeah. What 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 Twilight Zone episode is this? Right. You just got to sit it out and see. You know, just watch it. You don't get that yeah. um, control over the system, or even if you you know had that control over the system, you know, most of the time you don't. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Did it tell you which one was on? I have no idea. The TV Guide would, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not, TV no idea. Would, TV Guide would tell you Twilight Zone, Burgess, Burgess Meredith, Obsolete Man. Okay. They tell you the year. They tell you the actors. They tell you the plot. Cool. All right. But they would tell you the plot without spoilers. Right. Yeah, that's good. I like plots without spoilers. That's good. And uh, there is a thing on, uh, and I hate it on um, 
and I don't know who does this stuff, whether it's Comcast that does it or whatever and stuff, but they had a uh, episode of uh, the Twilight Zone and the, and the, uh, and the uh, blurb for it was they said an astronaut goes on a long journey of 140 years, whatever it is, in space and returns to find out that his girlfriend hasn't aged at all. Well, that's, that's it. That's it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much the story. Well, thanks. Thanks. So yeah, here we go. Now I remember. Uh huh. I remember the TV Guide, the Fall Edition, when the Cosby Show came out, and it said, "Famous comedian Bill Cosby starts another uh, series with a family living in Brooklyn." Blah blah blah. And then you know, of course, it showed the, the original cast and everything, and it said, "Well, it looks like you know all the." Wow. <laughs> you know something? Yep. Wow, well, a minor hit. Potential. Called it. Okay. Potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the show, man. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever. Okay, um, I guess Chris, you're top center, so we can start with you. What okay. are the things that you think you know, from your childhood? I mean, the one, what were the ones that were the staples? And two, what are the things that uh, if your parents saw you turn to that channel, you're risking familial excommunication? Yeah, well, I lived in in a in a, uh, in a household that, depending on your viewpoint, could be considered either um, encouraging or neglectful. Take your pick. That um, <laughs> that uh, whatever was on the TV and stuff, whatever it was. Um, and actually, and actually we, the kids, we had more access to what was on and stuff than anything else. Get the, or, or whatever we watched was pretty much in line with whatever our parents were watching. And um, if it was something that, um, you know, and if it was something they got to first, you just said, well, my turn will come later and everything. Um, mm-hmm. We had uh, wrestling here. Not wrestling, but wrestling was here every... Well, thank you for... Um... Let me let me stop you. Can I stop you? Yeah. Stop you? Could you explain the difference between wrestling and wrestling? Well, wrestling is the uh, is the uh, proper, I guess, um, uh, uh, exercise of the Greco-Roman sport, in which. Well, wait a minute. I saw when I saw in New York, it was like you know Andre the Giant and mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan and all the. That was called that was called wrestling. Well, no, no, that was wrestling, uh, especially in the South. <laughs> wrestling, yeah. Wrestling yeah. is the actual sport that yeah, you see in the Olympics. They did in the, you know, there, there's a uh, program on um, Vice called The Dark Side of the Ring, and they talk about these things before. It, it was it was the uh, sports entertainment before, um, and also that's one of the reasons, like wrestling is a sport, Wrestling is sport entertainment. That's, okay. that's and it shows well, about what uh, what the what what the thing was uh, pre Vince McMahon when it was carved into like regional things and stuff, and you had the regional circuits. And generally, people didn't cross those circuits. And we had the southern regional circuit with these people, and they had their heroes and villains and. Um, mm-hmm people on the circuit and everything and here locally 
Thursday night was uh, wrestling at the uh, Memorial Coliseum, which is now part of the football stadium's parking lot now. And um, something that a lot of people did not know is that for some reason, and I don't know why, but the city uh, charity hospital had decided that they would take people to the wrestling matches on Thursday night. And the people they chose to take, and I don't know what the thought was behind it, that these people needed to watch, I guess, uh, violence as a way of uh, keeping them calm. But they would take the uh, they would take uh, people from the fourth floor of the hospital to wrestle, <laughs> and not every well, and everybody knew that if we just said, but they're on the fourth floor. They knew that fourth floor was the psych ward. So what? you were sitting out there watching wrestling and didn't know the person sitting on the row behind you was on medication. <laughs> and, you know, but that was it. But that was it. And so third, but Saturday afternoon, they would show wrestling with this um, guy who was like the local, like he was the local, I guess, um, uh, Howard Cosell or whatever and stuff who would do this. And he would like stare straight into the camera and spoke with his monotone voice. And if they pet that thing up, you know how, um, if you look at all those old programs and stuff in the fifties, they will tell you like, like uh, Brooks brothers supplied the uh, clothes for Peter Gunn or somebody, I think whoever it is supplied the wardrobe for like, um, for like, uh, Steve McGarrett. Well, if they had if they had any kind of sponsorship, it would have been Gordon Soley's wardrobe sponsored by Off. Oh my Rack. God, I've heard that name of forever. Yeah, Gordon Soley. And Gordon so that Gordon was Soley. it. Who is that? He was the moderator of the program and the play-by. He did the uh, interviews and the play-by-play and stuff. And his play-by-play was ooh, and he's coming off the ring ropes again, and he's caught by the <laughs> crusher, and oh, like that. It wasn't like these um. You know, it makes all the guys that do it professionally now and stuff. You just said, okay, you know. Um, but I learned that if I heard my mother yelling from the front of the house, I'd first look at the clock and see what time it was. And if it was between one and two, I know that she was watching wrestling and she was telling somebody not to come off the ring ropes or he's going to jump on <laughs> you, he's going to get you or something like that. So we had that going. But other than that, she just told us, watch TV and be quiet. And so as long as we <laughs> did those two things, we were okay. All right. So did you manage that, to watch TV and be quiet? And the weirdest thing, though, that happened, and I, ne- I never did never did find out what it was. And one day I'm going to have to ask my brothers and sisters if they remember this. But it was a Saturday, I think. And we were all sleeping late. And she made us get up and watch cartoons. And Thank I don't, you. Huh? Yeah, she made us get up and watch. He made us get up and watch cartoons, and we didn't. We wanted to sleep, so we're all sit up on the on the couch, you know, in front of the TV, falling into each other, going back to sleep, and she would wake us up. And I don't know what was going on in her life that day and stuff, you know. But wow, yeah, wish my mother would have made me wake up and watch cartoons. watch cartoons. Yeah, but other than that, it was voluntary, so she didn't really care what we watched. There were some things we watched together. Uh, and there were some things that she would watch. She would she would hate watch. She she invented hate watching. She didn't get the <laughs> but she would watch one of the things she hate watching. We would generally watch any show with black people in it, especially with the lead. So all the black shows in the uh, in the in, in the day and stuff she would watch. But there were some that she absolutely hated. 
And one of the ones she absolutely hated was Good Times. She absolutely oh, talked oh, about yeah. in that show. Okay, and yeah. but she never missed an episode. And she would talk <laughs> about how much she disliked it and stuff, you know. Yeah, I think that we lived that life as well, because yeah. that was also a show that you know, my mother hated that show. Mm -hmm. Now, why did your mother hate it? Well, she hated it because she was um, an educator. And so then these shows like Good Time, so you see black kids who walk in the classroom, and they're not doing anything, just mind their own business. But they walk in, and everybody starts laughing like they expect to be entertained. You know, these shows like that show black children being like the source of someone's entertainment. So she didn't like it. And, you know, it, it didn't um, present in, you know, an actual realistic view of what, you know, a black family was like. So she yeah, did my, not like it. My mother did not like it. Her, her dislike was not as nuanced, but she didn't like it because as being poor people, you don't want to watch other poor people. And in okay. her people, you should be aspiring to do something not to be poor. But she figured if you were poor, you did something about it. You just didn't stand around and revel in it every week. And every week they had to um, to uh, to revel in um, in their poorness and stuff, you know. So, <laughs> so she did not like it for that reason and stuff, you know. Um, she never talked about how dumb they were or how, you know, if uh, if if, if, Jay, if uh, JJ had been one of her kids, she would have put him out a long time ago and all that kind of stuff. But she hated it for that reason. Mm. Um, she we did the other we did that Saturday night total lineup from eight to eleven um, with uh, all I think all in the family started off and I I think I don't know what the original show after that was, but I think the Jeffersons was on after that. No, no, no. We we talked about this. Mm -hmm. Was it the Jeffersons? What was it? It was Mash. Mash. Mash was on Saturday night. Yeah, I think it came on in that in during that set of shows because I know it was the one thing we turned away from because we didn't watch Mash. Mm -hmm. Not too much. And, and 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 we couldn't watch all in the family was not allowed to be shown in our house i know well that was the one thing all in the family was like uh was like almost required viewing and everything and stuff you know and um also again because it was the south there were so many people that you ran into like archie bunker or well i guess was everywhere you ran into archie bunkers and stuff you know but that he was so um open and, uh, and, and upfront about it and so convinced of his rightness and stuff you say yes just like them and stuff you know like that and then by the time the news came on and stuff you know if there was particularly gruesome crime somewhere being reported she might stay up for that but other than that she would go to bed after that and um she would sometimes stay up for the monster movie was one that she hadn't seen for a while and stuff at which was a shock theater at 11 30 on saturday night and um she would stay up i would always stay up for the uh the sign off they would have before the um the um before the the uh test pattern came on and stuff either high light or whatever it was and they would always end with the national anthem and then yeah. even though i never stood and saluted and stuff but i stayed till the end of it and stuff and then when the, only when the test pattern came up you know i'd go ahead and turn it off and then or oh, priest a priest or some sort of a 
Um, yeah, you know, benediction <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, give us, yeah, before that. Yeah, that, before the, the Irish the, prayer, yeah. that the wind yeah, always be at your back, yeah. and that, that yeah. one. Yeah, my name's off. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we always got that, uh, the, the poem is actually called High Flight, and that's the one about, for I have touched the face of whatever and stuff like that. And that was always our sign off. And then you get, like, man, get out of here. And then you get the national anthem, and then you do that. They 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 didn't put on any kind of. Um, every once in a while, one of the stations would play the Lord's Prayer before you went to sleep, <laughs> in case you before you go to bed and stuff. You know, we'll give it to you. I never heard the Lord's Prayer, but it, it was always like, uh, you know, that that sign off. This is WABC mm-hmm. in New York. <laughs> But it was always the Lord's Prayer, and it was always sung. <laughs> was, they, they put it to music? They put it to music and everything with a, with a full orchestra behind it. Yeah, That was my first solo yeah. in church choir. Yeah, and of course, when it got to the power and the glory. God had a ranger on that. When it got to the power and the glory, the music would swell, and the timpani uh-huh. drums would come in and stuff, and then the cymbals would go on forever, amen. Wow! And the music, the strings would black out to the end, and then it would go black. Uh, and then you know, then they would go into the uh, sign out, and that was it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only solo I remember from singing in choir. Who did they read every? I have no idea. I was like eight, nine. Yeah. Hmm. I never heard that saying before. I'll sing it for you off 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 show. <laughs> and I say no thanks to that. <laughs> it was my grandmother's favorite because it was the first time she heard me sing solo oh, in a crowd. That's so that's true. Yep. So all you have to do now is sing it on television. And then mm-hmm. you never, I, you I never heard it say you heard it sung you heard it sung on, on television? No, I Not sang it for a church choir. Well, it was one of those mega churches in New York, so. But we didn't. They didn't record Reverend, it. Reverend Ike, is that what it? No, what you know, Eph- Ephesus. That's <laughs> the church you usually see whenever they show gangsters running into a church in New York for sanctuary. It's usually that church. Saint Patrick. Hey. No, it's Saint actually Patrick? Ephesus that they used. Ephesus Seventh Day Events is it used to be a Catholic church, but because um, they it's a double for Saint Patrick's and all that. They never yes. can use those, so they always go to Harlem and use Saint Ephesus. Well, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know what that is. Huh. Huh. I've never heard of such a I never heard like, of that either. Me either. I've never heard of Ephesus before. Yeah. So That's because it's a Seventh Day Adventist church. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I heard mm-hmm. of you know Mosque Number Seven in Harlem, and I've been to Mosque Number Seven in Harlem, but I never heard of that church before. So, is it still open as a uh, as a place of worship, or is it just like you know they keep it open for like a civic events and 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 TV shows? It is a place of worship. I don't know if they still rent it out for film locations. Wow. Okay. You had a famous church. Well, mm-hmm. it was a stunt well, double. double. St. Patrick's double. Yeah, it's a state. It's a stunt double. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. cool. So you don't feel church. bad if you mess up the black church. Oh, if you okay. if your camera were to mess up a real church, you'd feel oh, bad. Oh, don't say that. 
Right. Okay, now, now, Cranston, what else did you have? I mean, we talk about things like good times, but are there any dramas and stuff like that that you all were watched all the time or things that you were told, no, don't watch that? That's yeah. But there were things that uh, I know my mother was a big soap opera fan, but she would like skip channels and everything. So it would be like on when I walked through the room. And uh, one of the characters on the show, I had, I had uh, patterned somebody I had in something I had written after him. And I had no idea that this particular guy was uh, was that Jennifer Aniston's father was on whatever this, cool. this was for like 10,000 years and stuff that he was on there. So she was a big soap opera fan. Um, she liked talk shows and stuff. She was with Mike Douglas. Um, I think she wasn't that much of a gong show fan and stuff. She would like watch oh, it. Wow. We used to watch and that. We, what about Merv Griffin? You like talk, she liked talk shows and she did Merv Griffin. Oh, yeah. She, she did Merv Griffin. Did Merv. And Mike Douglas. Yeah, Mike Douglas. Yeah. yeah and Mike Douglas. Yeah. Tom Snyder. Um, uh, if she was up that late, she wasn't. She, I was up that late, and I would always watch Tom Snyder. Um, but See, I don't remember watching Tom Snyder. I remember I do. Mike Douglas and Merv Griffin. I do remember that. Um, Tom we'll Snyder was yeah. late. Yeah. What's the other Two. one? Keep your, uh, 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 Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett. Yeah. And, uh, we, and we did not get some of the other ones that were like probably in the New York area, like uh, Robert Downey's show or those and stuff. We didn't get any of those down here. You're lucky. Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> um, Piece of garbage. But, uh, you know, but that and um, and uh, she liked, usually she, she was set for all the scary stuff. She, she would watch The Outer Limit. She watched The Twilight Zone. Uh, she would occasionally watch Albert Hitchcock. But it was kind of spotty whether or not we got that. Um, and of course, all the black shows, Sanford and Son, she would always be there for that. Uh-huh. There were the other ones that she liked because uh, she just didn't figure that they were they were silly. Like uh, that, that well, that's my mama. She was not particularly a fan of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those other ones and stuff, you know. So yeah, and we watched that with my mama. And I guess because you have somebody, you know, people who were well known in the community, like you know Clifton Davis, mm-hmm. you know, on a show. So you know you're gonna watch that show. And, Michael um, Jackson's boyfriend. Yes, well, see, yes. the other reason we had to watch Clifton Davis was because he's a used to be a Seventh Day Adventist. My mom went to church with him, and so we had to see the local boy ah. every That's time. Before, he was after, before, after he became Michael Jackson's boyfriend. And that's not official. And he's a he's a Baptist minister now, so be nice. No, that's what Jet Magazine said. I'm not. That's not me. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would I would not believe that for the simple reason there was a little uh, cutout they did in People Magazine once where they were saying after uh, Michael and Lisa Marie and I've forgotten up until she passed away recently that they were married, and they had a little drawing of them and stuff together. And the caption was on the picture was um, trouble began in their marriage when she found out what he really meant when he said he wanted children. Oh my God! Okay, see there you go. So Clifton Davis, y'all jump on me for Clifton Davis. So for that reason, I would say nah, him and Clifton Davis would not have been. Well, no, 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 because 
Christian Devin wrote the song Never Can Say Goodbye. He wrote it for a whole lot of people back then. Then there were like four different recordings of it before the Jacksons. Got yeah, it. but no, yeah, but Michael Jackson, the Jackson Five is the, is the most. No, basically, part. no. What it was said, like somebody said, and I don't think that was. He said that he had had a crush on Clifton Davis. That's what yeah. I call. And then Clifton Davis became his boyfriend. I don't recall that. I just remember saying that. <laughs> That's what Jet Magazine said. Finally. I don't remember that. I do remember they said he had a crush on. Him. You don't remember Jet Magazine saying it? No. No. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Well, we're going through this stuff, you know, and Chris has been pretty good about rolling out his uh, yeses and nos. How about you, Sonia? What was your, I know your mom let you see a lot of stuff. So Yeah, my mom let me watch. I want to watch everything I wanted to watch. And the power of of the kid whining was my. I had to break things into categories. Because that's how we would watch them. So I like my superhero categories. I knew I would win the TV remote war when she let me watch the Phoenix, Matthew Star, and Isis. Because those were on Friday night and Saturday mornings. What? When it's supposed to be Seventh-day Adventists. It's not supposed to be doing anything secular. What is it that you watch? The Phoenix. uh, The Powers of Matthew Star. And then Isis on Saturday mornings. Three shows that would have made every Seventh Day Adventist person back then tilt their wigs. Why? And there Why? were a lot, or we would call, as I call them, the blue-haired ladies would get their hair would get bluer. Why is that? Uh, one, it was on the Sabbath, and two, what do you mean that there's things like aliens and other gods? So, so you weren't allowed Seventh Day Adventists weren't allowed to watch television on the Sabbath. Correct. Oh. Unless it was a religious program. Oh, so you can watch like Davy and Goliath. Right. But you couldn't watch. Which Rassel. was boring as hell. Davy and Goliath? Yeah. When I wanted to watch ISIS, Davy and Goliath is considered to, was feeling very boring. I'm sorry. I love Davy and Goliath. Okay, well, not. Not understanding exactly why. So, so could you not watch it because it was entertainment and therefore it was like a general secular ban or right. was it- anything that wasn't of God? You're not supposed to work. You're not supposed to do heavy tasks, much like the Jewish um, Orthodox Jewish bands. Like you're not supposed to cook. You're supposed to be. That day is God's day. You got you got to prepare ahead of time. Right, but like the like the does in New York, so they they do everything ahead of time. Or if they go to synagogue, they have to be within walking distance. Because you can't take the bus. They can't take the bus, or they can't drive, or any of that stuff. Seven day investments so, aren't that bad, but but you could turn the TV on though. You could turn on the TV only if it was a religious thing. So you couldn't watch like what? What about what about at sundown? Did it? I had to have the limitations like on sundown. From sundown Friday to sundown Saturday, that TV was supposed to be off unless it was okay. something religion religious. But you could watch Saturday night television. Correct. Okay. Because the evening and the morning was the first day. Right. Right. I was totally irreligious regarding my television watching. Yeah. I'm so, the, I, I was on the on the brink of horishness. 
<laughs> well, like, they really they discovered early that don't let the child watch anything too vivid or nobody got any sleep that night because I would either be screaming out or recalling everything and dream in my dreams and stuff like that. And it's like nobody got sleep if you watch something horror. So that's they discovered oh. that early um, watching Twilight Zone and. Alfred Hitchcock mm -hmm. presents and Outer Limits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Even though I'd still sneak and watch them. But this is kind of an essential question, but how did anybody know this stuff was not good to watch unless they had watched it at some point? It fell on sunset to sunset. That's all they cared about. Okay. But what's, what's in somebody... other words, and then you'd also follow in following the Jewish dietary rules. And what if somebody walked past your, your house and saw a flickering television light? Did they snitch uh, on you? Kind of hard for us to do because we never lived on the first floor. All right. <laughs> I think the only time out. I lived on the first floor was the last few years we were living in New York. Um, and the garbage cans were right nearby, so nobody wanted to come by our apartment. And then we moved when we moved to Tallahassee to Panama City. Um, everybody lived far enough away that there was nobody to spy. Wow. Because if they they would have to come and explain themselves why they were out on a Friday night. Okay. Well, yeah, that's good. No, because because in New York, when when I was being punished, I would look out my window and watch my neighbor's TV. Yeah, but nobody was ever that close. Well, see okay. the la the last few buildings I lived in were there were empty lots between buildings, so couldn't really oh, watch okay. the neighbor's TV. Well, okay, well that's what I did in New York when I was being punished by my mother. I said, I'll fix her. I just watch television with my neighbors, and I can't I can't hear anything, but I can see the picture. Yeah, yeah. And the first and last time, and the only time I had a room to myself was in when we moved to Panama City, and I didn't have a TV in my room. Um. Yeah. That was the other thing, you know, one TV. Yes, mm. we were pretty democratic on what we'd watch, but watched what everybody else watched. So, like, yeah, I had my superheroes. We had the music variety shows. So, like, Lawrence Welk and Arthur mm -hmm. Fiedler and the Boston Pops and Andy Griffith, those sorts mm -hmm. of things. But I Boston did stick Fiedler up for... Show? Yeah. yeah, Boston Pops. Boston Pops PBS. But didn't that just come on like you know random like on the like Memorial Day, July Fourth? No. Anytime no. they wanted to bake out money because he was a big fundraiser. Yeah. In New York. Oh, he Anytime. Was yeah. That's yeah. He had he had a variety show. I think it was like a half hour variety show at one point too. Wow. He was his own major sponsor yeah. because there was Arthur Teachers yeah. Fish and Chips. Watch your teachers. Wait a minute. You know, I'm speaking of variety shows, but was it a? Uh, it's Sullivan. Everybody watched. Yeah. Carol Burnett. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Remember that? That 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 show that came on. I mean, it came. It was on long before we were born. But you know, it was still on. Um, it's still hanging on while we were kids. Sing along with Mitch. Yeah. 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 That was our introduction to Leslie Elgums. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? What is this guy? Sing along with Mitch. What the hell I need him to sing along for? What was that all about, though? Sing along with me. I guess because it, 
Like, karaoke for the yeah. Karaoke 1.0, yeah. Right. You're right. I guess you're right. Karaoke. You need to learn the songs, you know. Because there was no lyrics uh, on, you know, you could, nobody had the lyric sheets and all of that because sheet music was really expensive back then. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. When we were kids, sheet music was expensive. You could, buy, you could buy three comic books for everything on sheet music. Who the hell was going to buy sheet music anyway? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> why did it, and if nobody's buying it, why the hell did it cost so much? Well, you have a few people play piano, um, people who are actually performing. Yeah. Piano lessons. Mm-hmm. Broadway fanatics. Well, Even people in, are singing, you know, solos <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, they're, you know, it's events. I, so you had to follow the bouncing ball. Yeah. And I, yeah, I know one yeah. thing. If well, you had the words of the song, you wouldn't say something like, I present some facts or something like a Tina Turner yeah, song. You wouldn't yeah, say that. Yeah. You would know the yeah. right word. You would know the right words. <laughs> According to the inflation calculator, uh, sheet music, yeah, music would have been a dollar and a quarter in 1965 would be like $12 today. So Get out of here, really? Adjusted for inflation, yeah. I don't need to know the words that much. So, yeah, in 1969, when we were kids, a sheet maker uh, for 12 bucks. No, cost that in, in equivalent today, because you have to remember, you know, and last time you saw one of these, a five cent candy bar? Yeah. I remember Chico Stick used to be five cents. Yeah. yeah. A clock bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did a thing once. One of the humbling things that you do is I was sitting around and stuff, and I was looking at how much I was making. And um, and I was thinking that my father, I remember it was 1967, I think, and he was so happy because he said he'd make $6,700. And um, it was a good year for him. And I said, well, I'm making significantly more than that. And, you know, when he did it, he was driving an electric 225, which was burning that again. <laughs> and uh, 225. He, he had bought a house and all this other kind of stuff. And I said, you know, I can't do this. So what was that? And it suddenly said, check for inflation. And I found out that if, uh, if his salary, uh, if, if he was making almost $50,000 a year, when mm -hmm. I was growing up, and I calculated wow. back for what I was making to find out that I would be considered like poverty level based wow. on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that sucky? So after that, I never complained about what my salary was because I said, hey, it's just inflation. But you find out that you the numbers have gotten higher, but your buying power has diminished. Stagnated, you know? Time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You need to try my philosophy, Cranston, which is try to make as much money as humanly possible, <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about inflation at all. Yeah, true, true. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so then Nikki. Wait, is Sonya done? Yeah. No. Well, okay. I had no, I, the um, I oh, you made me remember all the different westerns that I was forced to watch. Uh -huh. Of course, Davy Crockett, Little House, uh, you know, even Little House on the Prairie was considered a western back in the house. And then my grandmother had this fascination with 
sleuths and police officers and detectives. So Perry Mason and Emergency and Adam 12 and Dragnet. I know we didn't start watching Perry Mason until we were adults. Because when I was a kid, the only thing that was good about Perry Mason was when it would come on. The, um, oh, yeah, I love to come on. Yeah, so the music was great. Yeah. Well, I was Perry Mason, I remember the black and white ones, and then I would follow the yeah. actors and, you know, knowing all the ins and outs of who the actors were and their first appearances and how the new Perry Mason was related to the old Perry Mason. Is that show good? The new Perry Mason? Well, no, this, not the newest Perry Mason. Oh, okay. The one, the, the, when they, they did a, when they realized that Madlock was popular, they had brought mm-hmm. back Perry Mason for some specials. Oh. Yeah, but oh. they all sucked. It didn't matter. <laughs> it was Perry Mason and it was grandma's guy. Well, you know, the thing is, is it had, like, like Penelope said, it had a great opening thing. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that, that I would grow up to be an attorney, but that book, you know, Corpus Juris Secundum. Secundum. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, it's like, Juris, okay, yeah. I know, I know what that means now. Yeah, now <laughs> that is. Yeah, now that that is now. And then you had everything else. Oh, um, remember growing up for Hanna Barbera cartoons? Yeah. And arguing with my and Looney Tunes, arguing with. I remember having a distinct argument with my uncle that Daffy Duck was a black man. Oh, no! Get out of here! How would you say that? Because he was always getting shot for no reason. He always had these big ideas that nobody really paid any attention to. Oh, my God. Nice. That's the first time I've ever heard He's sure cynical. I was... Yeah. <laughs> it was either that or the Roadrunner. We got in trouble recreating a, a runner, Roadrunner Wiley Coyote chase and broke my grandmother's bed because we would use the bed as the bridge to cross over. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, yeah, that's bad. But yeah, I used to argue with my uncle when he came home for leaves that Daffy Duck was a black man. Wow. And I was seven at the time. That would blow my mind. Hey, wow, man. He's, he's very cynical, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I put the argument that Thank Daffy. You were he cynical. was just sitting there watching me like, where's this six-year-old kid getting this from? Well, you're the cynicism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but police haven't shown me any different now. They're still shooting up black men for no reason. And they ain't no ducks. <laughs> so, and despicable. Actually, there was a oh. guy in the neighborhood that used to sound like that, and I think that's where I picked up the argument. Ah, but yeah, six-year-old arguing with a 30-plus-year-old man doing debate. On mm-hmm. The virtues of Looney Tunes and Hanna Barbera characters, mm-hmm. as if they were real people. All right. All right. This, was a, this was a debate that that I can't get a definitive answer on. It depends on that you're a partisan, but this was for all you Gunsmoke fans out there who, for the longest, they were the hallmark for the longest running television series. Mm-hmm. Ever. But was Miss Kitty? a entrepreneur or was she a madam both why can't she be both well there are those partisans who feel that no she was just a businesswoman and she had never been in the business herself and then nah, there, man she was a hooker that she was a hooker yeah, that she was a hooker 
That's all. She was a hooker that age out of hooking, and now she ran yeah. the business instead of being right, an employee. Right. But that's that's why I always thought. Me too. That's what I always thought. <laughs> and it was perfectly acceptable back then. Yeah. It's the West. It's the Wild West. So a lot of stuff is happening. Well, there was one episode that I ended up watching because you can't find the remote when they were showing, because they show it every afternoon and stuff. And uh, there was some lady society in Dodge City that she would have been invited to join or something like that. And she was so happy to be a part of it. But at the last minute, she overheard that they turned her down because she ran that saloon. Well, I mean, why the heck did they invite her in the first place? Yeah, somebody. Yeah. They were just Cause she was Because she was the best friend of the sheriff. Yeah. Okay. Um, best friend. Which nobody he was always in there. He was always in that saloon, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Nikki, what is your list? Um, can you repeat oh, the topic, please? Oh my God, we got you all off the children. The things that make your black TV guide and the things that don't make the black TV guide. Um. The show Tarzan does not make the black TV guide, okay? Yeah, we were not allowed well, to. Wait a minute. Tarzan. Hold on. Tarzan wasn't a show, y'all. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? What show is Tarzan? Tarzan. The show Tarzan. What show? It was on. Johnny Weissmiller was first Tarzan. Then Ron yeah. Ely was Tarzan. It played for a long, long, long time. Yeah, it was a series. Yeah. I I didn't watch it, so I guess, I guess you're, you're on right. the guess, extreme. I guess you're right. I guess you're <laughs> right. I didn't watch that. Yeah, your mom said no. Nah, there'll be none of that. Nah, that's all right. I stand corrected. Yeah, no, that was a show. Um, that and um, oh, what was the uh? I kept trying to think of some other show too, but yeah, Tarzan definitely. We okay, let me get back to the Tarzan though before mm-hmm. Nikki moves on. Was it a 60s version of Tarzan? Or was it like when, you know, when, or was it like the old style Tarzan where no, Tarzan yeah. ruled all of Africa? Or was it a 60s kind of vibe, no, you know, like civil two. rights kind of thing? The when one that was the first oh, one was the Johnny Weissmuller version was like the 60s. Whenever it was on, it was contemporary for whatever year it was on because he mm-hmm. was extremely educated. Um, didn't speak in broken English and can, you know, complete sentences and stuff like that. He was fighting poachers and smugglers and whatever else and stuff like that. So it was a contemporary and Tarzan. Beating, and he was always beating the black people up. Okay, that that, that was it for us. <laughs> well, how do you know? No, no, no. We know, know you didn't watch it. No, I know, know we did, watch. but we weren't allowed to. And understand. Oh, snuck us. We snuck yeah, us. but understand this. There was two different versions. You're talking about the Ron Ely version, Cranston. Yeah. Yeah, the Johnny Weissmuller version, the black and white version. That yeah. one, he, he did speak in broken mm-hmm. English. Tarzan and oh, James. this one, he was like, uh-huh. he was like, he went to Cambridge or something, right? But the second one, yeah, was yeah, like, you know. So why, if he's so educated, what? Listen, why, why is he walking around in a pair of underwear? I don't know. <laughs> huh? No, no AC, and it's cooler that way. Yeah, <laughs> have your ass showing. Have your ass. What? And swinging on a vine. It's like, come on, really? Did he swing on a vine in the 60s version, too? Yeah. Yes. That's the most stupid thing I've ever seen. 
Well, hell, thought of that, but that BS. Edgar Rice Burrow. His yeah. original cousin, did he swing on the vine? No, he's the author. But, okay, but did he swing on the vine, though? That I'm not too I don't know. I never read it. Because he can't fly, so if he's not able to fly, he got to be able to swing on the vine. You got to get there quickly. So, get places to place quickly, yeah. But the other thing they never went into is wouldn't those vines be naturally slippery so you would grab on the one and next thing you know you're on the ground? Who knows, man? They my, I, my white hand. No idea. No idea. But yeah, that was the thing that we could not watch. Okay, y'all couldn't watch. Okay, what else? No. Uh next thing you're listening to watch things you could watch. Good like. Things we could watch. Mm-hmm. That definitely made the list. Every week you knew it was going to be watched. Shoot, and I household nothing. A blank television. That's it. I would think things like uh, Sanford okay, and Son. Okay, for me, Sanford and Son. Uh, what's um, the Jeffersons? Uh, I'm going to put this down here. You all can debate this if you want to or not. And I household the news. Um, yeah. That's not a show. And I household well, because I couldn't watch any other show because we had to watch the news. Um, yeah. I had to keep up with date. Yeah. You'd have to keep Blue up House to date. Yeah. yeah. Watched. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Waltons, too. Yeah. Walton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Waltons. Oh yeah. No, we didn't watch the Walton's The Flip Wilson yeah. show was opposite. The Flip Wilson show was on opposite the Walton's. So why would I? Then watch we the did Walton's? not. we didn't see the Walton's except for there. What I think when it came on, like in what you call it, uh, we watched the Flip Wilson show. Uh-huh. I remember that. How many so, times do y'all watch the news and somebody shows up on the news either that you know? Or that it happened close to you? Almost never. Actually, a lot for me, since my mom and my grandmother both worked at major hospitals, I would always see the after effects. There was a shooting. People would usually be, or if somebody got taken to Bellevue, I could find Mm -hmm. my grand floor my grandmother worked on, most easy snap, whenever they showed the building. Or somebody broke out of Bellevue. That's right. That was always my thing. It's like, okay, this this, this crazy looking white guy broke out of Bellevue and he's wandering the streets of New York and that's where my mom decided the perfect time to go to Key Food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, whenever they say that someone had escaped from prison, and I would always think it was at my grandparents' house. And they oh on, yeah! They lived on a canal, and I oh think God. that they'd be like floating back there on a raft, white, white outfit. I'd always That's be like freaked out. Child, like, oh my God! That's like, a child's imagination. Man. Yes, I tell you, that's it is. That's what I would. It think. is. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the searchlights searching high and low. Yeah, that's it. Searchlight. All of that. <laughs> That when we saw searchlights in New York, those those lights, we know that it was it meant it meant that there was a premiere going on, oh, yeah. not that it was searching for criminals. 
Penelope. Yeah, well, that's oh. what I thought. There's going to be Hilo. What a Hilo. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy. All right. There you go. That's that's my, my thoughts. And what, what show came on after Stephen and Sunday? Anybody remember? Chico um, the Man? Chico and the Man. Oh, yeah. Chico and the Man. The people really got up and, and changed the channel, right? Yep, so you ended up having to watch that. You watched Chico and the Man. And then, yep. And then after Chico and the Man was what you call it, um, James Garner's show. What was that? Um, I forgot the name of it. Rockford, Rockford Files. Files. Yeah, Rockford, Rockford Files. Files. Oh, yep. So, so Red Fox spent a lot of money for NBC because people just sat there and, didn't, and they just didn't get up. That's right. That's right. You get a yeah. there and you're on a roll. You roll right through it. Yeah. All those shows. Yeah, Cosby did not invent must see TV. Yeah. But he yeah. sure uh uh well, he was a lead in on NBC yeah. for a third yeah. day. Yeah, so but it, they were doing so, it way before him. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like so he locked it down, man. I remember yeah, Sundays was Dis Disney night. Wonderful and because you'd be so it. exhausted after watching the Disney thing, you just keep it on whatever came on after. No, no. What used to I remember, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but it was the Wild Kingdom, right? Oh yeah. Sunday. Beautiful of Omaha. A Wild Kingdom. Kingdom. And then and then Disney, and what I don't know what came on after Disney. Was the like, I don't know anything about that. Anza. That came on. That came on Sunday night, and during that time, Sunday night. Sunday night, we were watching 60 Minutes. We couldn't watch anything else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we watched 60 Minutes. A lot of old people watched 60 Minutes. Yeah, we did, too. Couldn't. I mean, I can't tell you anything about Wonderful World of Disney, nor uh, what you call Wild Kingdom. No, we, yeah, we watched that. We came in for Mutual of Omaha, Wild Kingdom. We used to watch that. Marlon Perkins. I remember having yeah. 60 minutes only on Sunday. 60 minutes only. <laughs> and what came on after 60 minutes? I don't know. Back then, I was just ready to go to bed. We had Sullivan, 8 o'clock. Ed Sullivan came on. Ed Sullivan, 60 minutes existed in the same yeah. period of time? 60 minutes wow. is on for a very long time. Yeah, they, wow. I think they've been on 55 years now. Really? Wow. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. That's a whole lot of there. Mm -mm -mm. Leslie, what's the name? Been on for all fifty years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Leslie Stahl been Let's on for all fifty years. I don't think so. No, she's she was considered one of the new kids. Because <laughs> it was all men back yeah. in the day. The only woman. I mean, people was, can know that show. Uh, what's her name? Who did the point, point, counterpoint. point counterpoint? Oh, Jane Kilpatrick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people been on that show, and they they've been on it, and they then died, and then new people sh showed yeah. up, and then those people died. That's how yeah. long that show's been on. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, to put it in perspective, that uh, I think that Mike Wallace was like, uh, no, no, what's his name? Chris Wallace was Chris like when it was on. Yeah. Yeah. That show's so old, your son is on the show. <laughs> that show's good. That's a long time. That's a long time. 
That's like Don Kinney. You know, Saul Train been on a long time. And Don Kinney's son, Don Kinney's Jr. is on the show. You know, yeah, exactly. That's a long time. That's a long ass time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think uh, yeah, those shows. Yeah, of course, Soul Train. All of us had to watch Soul Train. Correct. What came on? Oh, you know, my question again. Mine was what Solid Gold. After. You watch that too. Yeah, it was syndicated in our area, so yeah, it's different. Too. I don't know what came out at the Soul Train for you in New York. Mm -hmm. I think we turned it, we changed the channel to watch what was going on with American Bandstand. I think American Bandstand had enough sense not to go up directly up that against, Soul yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know, if you saw like uh, you know somebody good on Soul Train, and then you know oh. like American Bandstand had like Parliament Funkadelic or something to try to compete. Yeah, you yeah. And that was a good idea. No, Just wait till it's over. <laughs> yes. Till it's over. Yeah, I, I um, what's the other thing that the, the case said? Uh, Soul Train, American Bandstand, um. Something else flew through my mind. I just forgot it that quick. We started talking about American Bandstand. Um, I remember when the Hudson Brothers came on. We used to watch that and like the Sunny and Cher show. Y'all watch that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Sunny and Cher. Jumping forward, they considered Donnie and Marie innocent enough that I could watch it without supervision. That show's garbage. And the Mandrell sisters. My uh, Mandrell, the Mandrell sisters. I remember that what about, show. What about Hee Haw? What about Hee Haw? Oh my gosh, yeah, we watched Hee Haw. I didn't watch Hee Haw until I moved down to Florida. We watched Hee Haw. Yeah, what did you think of Hee Haw? I thought it was just how those people were, you know? Didn't you? <laughs> you know, just that was like people in the country, and that's how they were. Remember didn't you? People, that had, people didn't have any problems. Showing the Confederate flag. I do not know. I never really noticed it in all honesty. Well, for those oh, of us in the South, you saw so many Confederate flags anyway, you didn't pay any attention to it. It was just another one. I didn't know. I, I, I did notice it. it. I was like, why I don't people say something about it? The Dukes I of Hazzard and And I was saying that place, uh, I was that show. Uh, uh, the oh no, uh -huh. there'll be none of that in this house. Dukes of Hazard? None of that. With that uh, My one experience with the Dukes of Hazard was I was somewhere where I couldn't change the channel. That's what it is. Dukes of Hazard. That's the name of it. And, oh, okay. uh, and I was watching this thing and I said, God, this is taking a long time. Are they doing a special two hour episode? And then they got station break, and I found out that was only a half an hour. And I said, <laughs> I just, just seemed it like seemed that long. I still look for a clock and said, that's only 30 minutes. So, yeah, and they could play the, the Dixie as a yeah, that was weird to me. Yeah. The, that was weird the, to me that that was, that I'm was like, what the heck? Yeah. What in the world is this? Yeah. So no, we did not watch that show. Uh-oh, no. Well, you know, Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes was a thing. 
Yeah, can you imagine yeah. how many of our people actually watch that garbage? Mm-hmm. Such that they could even have a song about Daisy Dukes. Yeah. Exactly. It was in the, it, it was in the, it was popular culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember having to tell uh, somebody, hey, that's not a, you know appropriate thing to plan, that Dixie thing, that Lord thing. Yeah. Yeah, but but no, but we but that's one thing we did not like other things that we did not watch in our house. Yeah. Yes, not watched. Although we did watch like things like uh, Beverly Hillbillies and Green Acres. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh. But you didn't see no Confederate flag. No. I don't recall. No, I don't. Uh-uh. I don't either. But I mean, I look at the thing, it's like, you know, in Hee Haw and the people, you know, you see that Confederate flag and maybe, you know, in my mind, when I watch it, it's kind of what consider the source, you know? What would you say? What do you mean? People you mean? who live, live like that, look like that, well, you know? <laughs> well, you know what though? Um, what's his name? Roy Clark, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember him being on The Odd Couple. Mm-hmm. And before I saw him on The Odd Couple, I was like, what a, what a stupid heck. But he was on our couple, and I think he played Mozart or Beethoven on his banjo. Mm-hmm. I said, what an artisan. He's really good. Yeah, and that's the thing. You so, know, you have to, yeah, you know, a lot of these cultural things, yeah, they give you the stiff arm, a lot of these cultural things. Yeah. And people are just classic, classically trained, and you have no idea. Yeah, these people, you know, they're there, and they peg them into a hole, you know, in this yeah. thing, but they have other um, capabilities. I remember the first time, you know, off topic, I was watching some show, I guess it was a variety show, and what is her name? I was going Coochie Coochie all the time. Charo. 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 Charo was playing classical guitar, and she was excellent. And I classical thought, wow, that she but had I guess to do all this. The crap. Doing that coochie, yeah, doing all yeah. that coochie, coochie stuff. Yeah, in yeah. order to get herself out there. And she's a trained classical musician. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Ted Lang on, a, on That's My Mama. Yeah. Classically yeah. trained um, actor. Yeah. Lady and Gaga. I, I think, hmm, Lady Gaga is classically trained too. But well, she didn't. You know what, though? <laughs> yeah, she's not very talented. She's very talented. Yeah, but when she sing, when she does her classical music, she's really. If you ever hear her play classical music or old jazz, just play, not sing. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I, I was I'm, I'm not to be in dispute, but classically trained and talented. I think that's the that's the that's the what you call it the the um, uh, addendum to that. Yes, but yeah, that. but when I've heard her play classical music. She I is. have to. I'm, 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 not, impre- I'm that, not impressed. Yeah. That's me. I'm impressed with is Lizzo. Oh my god! Uh, I am impressed. with My Lizzo. god! I, am. I mean, well, you know, because being a flute player, you know, game knows game, and she got a serious game. I am impressed <laughs> with her. Yeah, and I think this somebody. Oh, wow. somebody did somebody pitch a bitch about her playing like? Uh, yeah. One of his yeah. soulful instrument or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, get over yourself. You know, I mean, anybody could have done it, 
that you know had an interest in it so why not her because she's a black person and you had it in your mind that, that was it in some way and oh no she's completely unlimited she does a whole bunch of stuff there we go Ooh. well you know, and, you know you know and then sir james galloway came to her defense and everybody shut up immediately yeah no, it was it was just the fact that she did it that made it if that made it such a uh, such a uh, scandal. But it's anything that black people do is a scandal, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I heard uh, Aretha Franklin saying "No sun dorma." No sun dorma. Yes, she filled in for so, um, oh Luciani Fraviati. Yeah, I, I heard her do it solo. She's absolutely, she was fantastic. And so, you know, you know. People have these hidden talents. I don't know if they call them hidden or not, but you know, it's just absolutely fantastic. It's like you know, a baseball player, you know, running down court and doing a slam dunk. He's like, I see you in this run one arena, but you have talents that exceed what you're known for. It's just a really, yeah. you know, really interesting thing to see. And I just love the fact that she liked the piece. And yeah, she wanted to sing it. Is it interesting? You know, her voice quality is not operatic, but right. I thought it was really excellent. But she was able to fill, fill yes, the that note. void. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, a lot of people then, aren't. I mean, I, I was like on the other hand of hearing when um, Celine Tien Price performed. Oh, that's and at the end of her performance, she sings gospel, and it is just she's fantastic. Oh my god, it was just you know out of this. It's like seeing Muhammad Ali fight. She, it was uh, just, I mean, that's, wow, wow. Yeah, but there are people here, like said, transcendent. You know, absolutely. Transcendent. Yeah, and it seems like said Roy Clark, you know, one of those people. Roy Clark, I, you know, I had, I saw him in like a yokel on Yeehaw. But he, if you ever see the episode of, I don't know if anyone's ever seen it, but the episode where he's on the odd couple with uh, Felix and, and uh, Oscar, and Felix is making fun of him, you know, because he, he thinks he's a yokel too. But you know he he's 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 fantastic, uh, and and the ease in which he 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 goes from classical to country to classical, mm -hmm. yeah, it just it's so fluid, yeah, it was so fluid. Yeah, and the, the thing is too is like you think of things like that. You know, who does Felix Unger think he is to make this man have to prove himself? Yeah, he's so responsible to prove himself to him. Yeah, right. it's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy for Roy Clark to do it. It's like that's right. Are you kidding me? Because yeah, like, he, right. he's a master at what he does. Yeah. yeah. The one who similarly fooled me was Steve Martin on the banjo. Oh yeah, he is really great. Oh yeah, and I, I'm surprised how smart uh, Martin is. You know, I always thought him as have some sort of you know. Jerry Lewis kind of dummy kind of thing. Silly. But yeah, you know, but Martin is really, um, uh, you know, I guess borderline intellectual is not intellectual. So a lot of this stuff is really well thought out. He's done a number of articles for the, for the New Yorker and some, some he's written some, some Broadway plays as well. He's really good. That's well, one of the things about entertainers is that anybody who like consistently plays uh, dumb characters, they're really smart people. The dumber they are, they're really pretty bright. And a lot of the people that play all of these 
stuff, just spouting stuff off. It's just dialogue. They have no idea. <laughs> what they're talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, there's so many instances of that. I mean, that people like uh, Louis Armstrong, who is always seen as, you know, back in the day, I would say, oh, what a sellout. He's always smiling mm-hmm. at white people's faces all the time. But he was so, he was so down. Um, right, just for you know. civil rights, you know, and um, about the, the state of our country and our world. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And there's a reason why um, one of the, um, the tennis courts in New York is named after Louis Armstrong. He had such a, a huge connection to New York. He's such an elegant mm-hmm. person and such a defender of mm-hmm. Black people's civil rights. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea. I said, what a sellout! What yeah, a crazy face! What a crazy face, smiling sellout! Well, one of the things that came up, uh, no, no less a person than um, Branford Marcellus, who, no, uh, Winston, Winston Marcellus, who I think is still with Winston Center, it said when he was coming up, of course, he had heard Louis Armstrong and he thought he was a sellout and he was a clown and this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started playing and he tried to duplicate some of the stuff that Armstrong did and suddenly found out he could not. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Amazing, amazing how talented people are, and you have they did the same thing with John Coltrane, playing Giant Steps to try to get a a robot or some some machine or something, and it, they couldn't they couldn't keep up. Could I keep up? You know. Well, the thing about uh, Coltrane is his stuff involves so much. Uh, they've had other people after him talking about his stuff. And it involves, you know, so much like complex mathematics that is mm-hmm. like way out beyond, you know. And and this guy's playing on the on the corner, in in Philadelphia. Yeah. And so you know when you see people on street corners, not everybody's good. Let's put it, let's just put it this way: if you live in a major city, you'll see people on street corners playing their instruments. If you're lucky enough to, to have that kind of thing. And not everybody is good, but there are some people who are just fantastically good. And mm-hmm. you wonder why they're relegated to playing on the street corner. Is it because they can't consistently show up for a gig, or they're not not dependable, or what's going on? I, I don't. I really don't know. But you know, yeah, just, it's just amazing. It's you. Spots are hard to get, and you you know you aren't somebody who is in the know. If you're not connected. Get those spots, you know. Mm. I just, just, I mean, it's just kind of like think of it. And how many people can play professional basketball? You know, there's only so many spots, and that's it. You know, and so you do pickup games for parks and stuff because you're not going to get any of those spots. They just aren't anymore. Right. Right. I mean, you can be good. You show up on time, but the spots are taken. Yep. No, Hi, Rosalind. You know what? Listen, are you done with this show? You got more? No, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm good. Oh, well, I've been in and out. Yeah, you've been in and out with your shows. What do you got that you know makes your list? Of what didn't? I t- I think I talked about all the a lot of the shows that mm-hmm. that were on my list, like you know the Carol Burnett show, you know. Yeah. And and of course a lot of those Carol Burnett shows came on. Before we were born, or we were we were really young, and Calvinette is boss, man. I, I 
I remember there was one show that we saw, I think it was on Pluto TV, showing one of those older shows where she had, um, who is it that she had on? Penelope? Barbara McNair. Barbara McNair. And, and, and like, <laughs> Barbara McNair and her husband were moving in and they were saying, oh, you can't live here. Whatever character Carol Burnett had. No, no, no. Oh, they were five. No, no, they were five. They were five. I forgot. Okay, yeah, they were five. And the thing is, they yeah. they're there, they would do the stuff. They were spies, and and they were at this hotel, and and they were just the people after it said, "Oh, you found you caught it." No, they're spies. Oh, spies! Oh, we thought you were trying to vote. I thought that you know what that was so funny to me. That was hilarious. That she would do that in 1960, whatever. Yeah. I I think Carol Burnett is boss. That's that's just like it's fantastic, and for her to have like. You know Barbara McNair and Leslie Uggams and and uh, um, Johnny Brown, yeah, who who was okay. on Bookman, who got relegated to uh, to be a laughing stock on Good on Good Times. Such a talented, talented actor. Mm-hmm. He he was in um, um, a movie with Sammy Davis Jr. where he played a blind uh, a jazz pianist. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen that movie, I don't I hate that I've got the name of it, but Johnny Brown was so good. And to see him relegated to being a, made a laughing stock because of his size and you know, all that all that stupidity in order to keep a mm-hmm. job. You know, it's, it's just it's just such a waste. It's such a waste. But um, you know, Carol Burnett, um, Mary Tyler Moore, I love Mary Tyler Moore, I love Gordy, the weatherman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I just, I just think, I just you know one of those things where I think John Amos made a mistake choosing mm-hmm. Norman Lear and going to Good Time instead of staying on the Mary Tyler Moore show and having his own spinoff show, you know, like Rhoda and Phyllis had. Mm-hmm. I would have, I would have, we would have been like, we would have been dying to have Gordy yeah. have his show. Are you kidding me, Gordy? Yeah. He was great. I mean, he was, you know. Big strong black dude. He walked around. He talked like whatever he and said whatever he wanted to say. And why would you? Why would you lose? Why would you leave that to go into the the project with Florida? Why would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and dynamite. Why the hell would you leave that? I don't know. Well, I but, think yeah. I think mm-hmm. the big thing was that he had come up with MTM, and they were a little more aware of uh, things that were going on and stuff and of course when they get you to come to these shows they promise you that you're going to be the uh because where the, where you fall in the credits that's you know you know where you are so you're the second in the credits and so you're going to have more input than you did but when they found out that people were responding to uh to jj the idea was well to give jj more screen time somebody else is going to get less screen time and they never tell you that when you sign the contract. So mm-hmm. I think he I'm was sorry. That. But, but Creston, he left. He left NTM when he was a. Uh, it's on TV. Yeah. And he was Gordian Weatherman in that ensemble cast to take us to take a script where he's he's a, a a black father with a sixth grade education living in the Chicago project. Are you kidding yep. me? But you're going to be the second lead. You're second in the credits and everything. You're going to get all this screen time. And then, then you know what? I, I like Don Amos. Yeah. But, you know, he got what he deserved then because that was totally messed up. 
Well, it, it happens all the time that, you know, they tell you that, that you find out. It's just like a classic that was uh, Happy Days that uh, Henry Winkler was signed as the kinky, as the, not kinky, kinky. Uh, kinky. Kinchy, yeah, not <laughs> kinky. That was another Happy Days. <laughs> but he was just signed as the guy that, you know, in the original thing, he came in as the guy that called in through the window and out and everything, and he was just comic relief. But people liked him. And so the more people liked it, they started giving him more and more stuff until um, Richie originally had an older brother who would just. Oh, my God. Chuck. Chuck. Chuck but let me tell you something. That's a show that a lot of, a lot of people in the hood watch. Happy Days. Yep. But Fonzie, but Fonzie never said anything. He would just stick his thumb up and all that. Yeah. But after they gave him online, he stopped watching that garbage. We stopped. But they that's what. No more. But that's what had happened, and the the thing that was good for them was at that time uh, Ron Howard wanted to direct and wanted to leave the show, so they said, "This is perfect. We'll write you out of the show." And then it became essentially the Fonzie show after that. So and that's where we left it. We left it. So it happened the hood left the show yeah. on uh, TV shows that whoever is going to be the quote unquote breakout character will all of a sudden kind of take the show over and then. People would either be pushed to the side or you get rid of them all together. That's what that's what people, well, the, people leave the show. Family the matters had the, the same had the same thing with Urkel. Urkel was only supposed yeah. to be there like well, every you know, once a quarter or something. I never you know, I never watched that show, but we watched uh Hill Street Blues. I mean they had the guy who played the actor who played Animal. Remember that? He never yep. said anything hardly. He hardly said anything. And then they, all of a sudden, like Cranston said, they wanted to give him more lines in the background. Black people, black people, that didn't stop watching the show. Well, was no, he was no longer interesting. Yeah, mystery. I mean, the mystery of it, of of him and that character, like Fonzie, and like Animal. The mystery is what what draws people in. All of a sudden, you got a background. You got a mother. You got all this other stuff going on, and that's you're just like any other character. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then all, all of a sudden Fonzie's name, now his name is Arthur Fonzarelli. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. You're so corny. That's so corny. Well, you, you want also show. to make you more palatable to middle America, I guess. But you had to a good thing. Edgy, to make him less edgy. But you had a good thing. The show was edgy and, you know, and you and you left and you and you went that to go to give the guy a whole off a whole name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that you know makes People. him more uh, Arthur Fonzarelli. Oh my god. Oops. And I didn't know Happy Days was a was a I guess a spinoff from the movie. It was a spinoff of a spinoff, right? Because the a... movie was what was the movie? It was a spinoff of Love American Style. No, what but was? there was a movie. American that, Graffiti. Graffiti. American yeah, Graffiti. Love Graffiti. Yeah. And then Love American Style, and then Happy Days. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but I was thinking White Shadow was a show that we watched. Oh, I yeah. Love oh, yeah. Show. I love that, that show. That show because was so good. The, the, the kids spoke the way kids that I knew spoke. Yeah. Talked about stuff that, yeah. that we talked about. 
and they're like normal kids. Yeah. And it's like, you know, again, like you have these kids and they're playing basketball and like out of all the kids, even like, you know, Coolidge being the way that he was, there's only one child who was in that basketball team who was involved in stuff that was really serious. But everybody else is just a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they try to make it seem like every black kid is involved. In the, no, it's just not the way it is. And maybe like one child, two children, you know, but everybody else is just, you know, kind of just going their way. And then, did you mind. guys watch uh, St. Elsewhere because Denzel was on it? Yeah. yeah. That happened. Yes, that was the thing. Yeah. Denzel and Alfred Woodard. Yes, that was yeah. great. Oh, know. that was Bob. When they put Alfred yeah. Woodard on there, and she yes. was so good. And, and she yeah. hooked up with Denzel. That was great. And then with that episode, we tried to go out with that woman who was like a candy striper or something, or a nurse, candy striper, intern, whatever she was. And she was saying that Luther was better because he made funny and he made her laugh. Yeah. I thought, I thought his made... as Dr. Chandler was so good, especially when I saw the show again years later. You know, you realize that throughout this whole time, that Chandler is like the best doctor there. But all he's doing is trying to live up to the loss of his brother who died of Vietnam. Yeah. But you know what it also shows no Penelope? It shows mm-hmm. St. Elsewhere and the White Shadow are products of NPM. Yeah. And it shows shows to me what could a John Amos show could have been. Mm-hmm. You know, we were deprived of the Gordy show. Yeah. Because Don Amos, Don Amos wanted to be a star on Good Time. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I think about what is the other one? Um, after seeing Elsewhere, what was the other show they did that uh, George Clooney was in? Seen Elsewhere. Oh, e- ER. ER. And I thought there was one episode in particular where, what is this, um, Omar Epps was in it? That's mm-hmm. who it was. Oh, he jumped in front of a train? Somebody pushed him in front of the train. And, you know. I thought he jumped in front of a train. No, he didn't jump, he was pushed. And they were saying that, oh, that the, what you call characters being so hard on him, the other black guy was so hard on him. Eric, Eric LaSalle. Eric LaSalle, yeah, they were so hard on him. And he felt so awful. And then Omar Epps' character's dad came to see him and he thanked him, you know, for, you know, trying to make him do his job well. You know, I thought that was so good. Like, oh I, my God. I, I, I thought it was great, man. but you know what? I think ER wasted LaSalle's talent. They did. I mean, but he did direct a lot, I think, in ER. I think they wasted his talent. There's so much running after uh, uh, Margulis, Margulis, whatever her name Marquise. is. Yeah, and George, George Clooney. Clooney. Yeah. And Noah Wiley, you know. Yeah. Who you don't even hear from anymore. Nah, I don't think not. Not too much. I remember he did a um, what is those a science fiction show? The librarians. No, it was before that. It was like the people were. It's like a post-apocalyptic thing. Oh yeah, oh. I remember that show. I can't yeah, remember the TNT show. TNT show, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, but Penelope, what about the modern, the modern stuff? We didn't talk too much about that stuff. Well, I don't we talk about, it, but you know what? It's interesting because I thought about shows that we talked about with like Martin. Which I never really watched. But I think a lot of people did watch it. Did any of you all watch it? Martin? Oh, I did. Yeah. See? Did you want anybody else watch it? 
Yeah, everybody watched Martin. Martin. We never watched it. Really? Every once in a while, yeah. Every, every once in a while, we watch it. I do not know. Not I only know like Martin. I don't know. I do not know. And Shanae, that's the only people yeah. who think I know. Um, I know that Tisha Campbell was in it. I know that David. she was an actress in it. I know she was like his wife, yeah. but I don't know what her name was. Uh, Living Nina. Single. Ah. Yeah. Living Single. Okay. You watch that? Yes. You also did. watch, uh, uh, you didn't watch a show, but Power. I know a lot of people watch you Power. You watch Power. I didn't watch that. Nobody, uh, nobody else on here watch Power? You don't no one else watched Power, right? Showtime was too expensive. It's not even on Showtime, Tonya. Whatever. Epic. <laughs> Whatever. No. Whatever it's it is. Stars. Whatever it is, too expensive. Yeah, you watch Power, don't you? Silent. I didn't watch Power. I know y'all be watching Power. Power mm -hmm. and uh, Godfather of Harbor. Anybody watch that? Yeah, I I'm say, oh, Empire, I never watched that either. Empire. I watched, I watched that one watch. up, up to a while. Yeah, for a little while. I, I tried to watch that the first time it came on. The first mm -hmm. season is watchable. I tried to yeah. watch the first show ever, and I saw that, and I'm like, that's okay. Y'all can keep that. It's one. all right. And Power's mm -hmm. not bad. I didn't, mm -mm, didn't watch that either. I have no idea what... I had no idea, Penelope, why our um, school is, is featured prominently in that in that show, but it is. So. Mm mm. I'm. Penelope, man. I don't know what happened to? You stopped talking. But yeah, I, 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 I am talking, but unfortunately, I muted myself. So then you. Okay. Got, okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, but they, you know, it's a, a lot of places now in Philadelphia are now, you know, use that, use the school. As, it's you know, a hot you school. Know. It's yeah. a hot school. Also, Godfather, nobody watched Godfather Harlem? I only watched a few <laughs> episodes of Godfather Harlem. Um, yeah, but I, the thing that concerns me is that, yes, okay, it's a show, it's a thing, Forrest Whitaker, I like him, but there's so many other black people that we can do shows on. Why is it that every time we do a show about a black person, it has to be all crime? Well, it's not all crime. I mean, there's civil rights stuff in there. There's Michael well, X in there. Why do do the civil rights stuff without the crimes? Well, they got to put some salt. Got to put some hot sauce on them greens, girl. Come on now. No, no, you don't. Trying to make it too appealing to too broad an audience, you know, that we are throwing something more substantive, but um, also we got to put in enough stuff to keep people interested. Yeah. And you go back with the, with the uh, you have the uh, subsequent sequel series where it turns out that not only is, does he have a criminal past, but so does his mother. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, you know, this, I don't know. I don't know. It's, well, okay. What about Queen Sugar? Anybody watch that? Oh, I did. There you go. Yeah, I'm Finally, not. Oh, yeah, you didn't watch. You don't watch Queen Sugar and Sonya. I did not watch. I had a friend of mine who was a big Queen Sugar fan uh, for a long mm -hmm. time, 
and then she kind of drifted away from it. But no, I said soap opera, so that's okay. <laughs> so the so the black women at work say, I, I hear him talking because I keep my ear, my hair out. There's a man on Queen Sugar who they just go for all the time. I don't know who it is. I have no idea who that is. Nikki, do you Ralph know who that is? Angel. Ralph Angel. Okay. Okay. I don't really know who that is. He's the one Neither. that everybody likes. He's nice looking too. All the all the black. Okay. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Guess I gotta check out who this is. Otherwise, I get my black one card revoked. That's right. You're nice looking. I'll check it out. All right. But that's interesting. So, I mean, I think, you know, by and large, you know, a lot of us have like the same. Types of shows that we watched, you know, and you know, kind of enjoy. But I got to tell you, um, just like uh, Otto did not realize that Tarzan was a show at all. I mean, that's. I mean, they were completely cut off from that to know that they didn't know what existed, much less that you know you couldn't watch it. Is there anything like that that you all remember from your growing up? That there's something that you know people kind of told you. You know, maybe not through words, but through action. That you know, it was preferred that you didn't watch something. Anything but Elvis Presley in it. Elvis Presley. How about you? What was the no Elvis Presley? No Elvis Presley. Were you all allowed to watch Elvis? Uh, I just we were just never interested in Elvis, so we wouldn't watch it. You know, all the movies that came on and everything. You know, even the ones that were like the must-see Elvis movies, like *Viva Las Vegas* or *Jailhouse Rock* or whatever. Uh, nope. No, I remember seeing like the thing with uh, what's her name, uh, Anne Margaret, and uh, *Viva Las Vegas*. Yes, *Viva Las Vegas*. That's all I can remember that that musical number. Viva. I've never seen the film, but just like you passing by and singing in Viva Las Vegas. Uh, listen, we've watched it. We've watched the Elvis movies quickly. It's like watching porn that you have it on the turn out real quick. You know, so it's really? like Jailhouse. Yeah, Jailhouse Rock. Um, um, what is it? Viva Las Vegas. Um, what's the other one he did? Say Love Me Tender or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we should, we were, we told, yeah, and there was a guy in high in, in my middle school who did a really good Elvis impersonation, black guy. Mm-hmm. He used to crack us up. He couldn't play ball or anything like that, but he could do an Elvis impersonation singing Teddy Bear. It just is, I mean, it was the funniest thing ever. So, anyway. Okay. Well, you should have gotten to sing in the ghetto because Elvis's pronunciation. <laughs> Ghetto is, of course, you know, like priceless and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. I heard him sing that song, but remember, remember when they used to have these, like, uh, Elvis, or they have these uh, commercials for like somebody's collection of songs. Yeah, yeah. And and there was there was showed that song, Elvis, like a just a little bit of him singing, a baby child in the ghetto. Yes. And then they have a chorus behind him saying, Ghetto. Yeah. The thing is, really interesting is that I never knew that he sang that song until I saw one of those commercials. Because in the ghetto that I heard was always sung yeah, by a woman. That TV commercial. 
the one that we saw some brown woman that's on the radio really? um, in the morning on the, the um like the, the, gospel the gospel hour and stuff yeah oh. I didn't even know he sang it. I, I never heard that, but I heard the, El, you know, El, El, Elvis sang a lot of gospel. Well, because I guess a lot of those um, people like from the country and stuff, they all sang those songs. Or knew them. We couldn't, we couldn't play, we couldn't play or watch any of that stuff in our house. No, we were not. And anything doing with Elvis Presley, anything doing with the little rascals. Not allowed. Nope. We watched the little Racist. rascals when we were children. Mm-hmm. Racist. Oops. It's a, it's a trifecta: Elvis, Little Rascals, and um, Elvis, Little Rascals. What else? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. And the other dude, what's that guy's name? Really, really something. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in a m- lot of movies with Bob Hope, Cranston. Forget the guy. He should roll his eyes all the time. He was oh, like a Stephen Fetch. No, 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 not him. Actually, you know Rochester. There's a story behind him, but there's a guy named Willie something. I've got his name. I don't he know. Was, that he is. was also. I he thought was like that a, Rochester was wait, wait. Rochester was in the show with who? Vinny, Jack Benny. Uh, Jack, Jack Benny. Jack Benny. Jack Benny. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, so that's the trifecta: Tarzan, Elvis, Little Rascals. Not allowed. Oh, but Oz was Tarzan and um, Elvis Presley. Yeah, definitely. That was not a thing. So mm-hmm. did ours, I never watch. Ours was politicians and any televangelist who wasn't Seventh Day Adventist or Robert Schuller. Sure. Our power. You couldn't watch it. I could. I could watch oh, them could. and anybody who was Seventh Day Adventist, but everybody else, my family wisely deducted, were scam artists. So you, you couldn't watch the Seven Hundred Club. Nope. Billy Graham. Nope. You couldn't watch Reverend Ike either, huh? Nope. If they, or, or, if their main thing was York. begging for money. Nah. Grandma, nope, nope, nope. No, Sonia, remember, he wasn't begging for money. You send him money, and he would send you a prayer cloth. <laughs> That's right. He, he was. She got. I remember my grandmother getting so mad when Robert Schuler finally started. You know, we'll send you this book or all of that stuff. She could handle that, but if it was something, there had to be something worth more than what they were sending you back yeah or yeah or what you were sending to them so like our power would send you this crystal uh ornament or a, a four 300 page book that she didn't mind but these little pamphlets or player cloths are oh my god i remember and i said it out loud to when the tv my tv station got bought by some evangelist uh, there was one guy who was they were selling um minerals and herbs in their natural state and no minerals in their natural state and i went so she's selling dirt <laughs> i forgetting that the new well they weren't owners of the station at the time but they were there and we all knew that they would eventually buy the tv station 
and they went into an epileptic fit. And my, my grandmother said, oh, you were talking about such and such a person. You got it from me. She was because I had she had said it first. Oh, OK, but yeah, okay. if she if she hated snake oil salesmen and she hated politicians, we could watch current events, but we couldn't watch politicians. So wow. could you watch like a firing line with William F. Buckley? If they were making some interesting discussions about current events, yes. If it was politicians, because politicians would always promise you anything and then deliver nothing, that she couldn't stand. So debates, because they're no, no, they're not really tell, they're not really doing anything. But if they had done something and were coming to talk about it, then it was okay. You got specific rules. I'll get global. I'll global. Don't watch that. Okay. Don't watch Tarzan, Elvis, and Little Rascal. Yeah, don't watch that. Yeah, you you don't watch that, you're good. I was fortunate. My parent family would always talk with me afterwards, so I knew why Elvis was problematic. No, we would watch it, and then they would explain to us. This no, is what. No, 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 no. It's like you explain to you why you're not going to watch. Exactly. And so you know there's what? no I'm watching. Not... There's no I'm... watching an explanation later. Yeah, well, this like this is not a documentary or teaching right, right. moment. But you are not going to watch this because this man said he would have rather have a, a black man shining. All the black man can do for him is shine his shoes and buy his record. And buy his so, Yeah, there's no explaining. There's no explaining for that. Well, actually, watching. actually, they say that he never said that. You know, there was a magazine that was an, uh, uh, a rival for uh, Ebony called Sakia, which was owned by a white company located in Dallas. And they were the ones that had printed that statement, and it was on it was just one of those things that would now be called attributed to an unnamed source. But they said they couldn't find out anybody who said that, so they said he actually never said that. And he actually did an interview with Jet. Well, you know what? My grandmother said he said it, so he said it. And so, it ain't, 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 ain't coming on in my house. And what was coming on? Yeah, I don't know about Sepia, I don't know, I know Sepia magazine. I totally get it, but you know, black people talk among themselves. They don't need no. They don't need a a magazine to tell them what's going on. Yeah. Well, y'all, I'm looking at our time, and it's getting up there a little bit too late. Um, this was a very interesting and fun discussion, uh, especially mm -hmm. when we realized there's certain things that um, you know we all kind of didn't watch. And then there's other things that we some of us watched some did not watch at all, or you know, didn't even know it was in existence. So I think that's interesting. So uh, everybody, um, anybody want to close out of a closing statement or anything regarding your um, upbringing and your particular black TV guide or Cransby or anything to say? I think we should do another one, which were all the shows that black people secretly watched, but we didn't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. That, that's a good idea. That all is right. a good one. Sonya. Yeah. How about you, Sonia? I'm realizing now just how lucky I was that I had a family that would tell, you know, yeah, we'll watch it and then we'll discuss it. Uh, <laughs> and um, it made me also remember.
how I got into a fight with this lady who said, you know, this music should be banned and all of this. And then, you know, don't let my children listen to us. Like, then tell them not to watch it. And I was like, you know, if you and my kids won't listen to me. I was like, you're amazed how much your kids will listen to you. And listen to us talking about the shows we won't watch. We were listening. Oh, my mom knew up to the day she died what kind of TV shows and music I listened to because she had to talk to me and instill those stuff from the very beginning. Huh. You may not think I was listening, but I was listening. Wow. That's wonderful, though, in a way. Okay, and how about you, Nikki? Well, see everybody next weekend. Have a nice week. Good night. How's that? A, how's that an opinion? How's that an opinion? That's it's opinion, opinion that she I'm wants us to have a good I'm week. Saying good, I'm saying good night to everybody. Like I said, I'll see everybody that's, next that's Saturday. Good night. Though. Have a nice week. Good night. Good night. Bye bye. Good night. See how come good everybody night. else can be nice to me and not you, Otto? You mean? I just trying really to. I just trying to get to the truth. That's it. I try to get to the truth. Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth, okay? But you still mean. But I still love you. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Bye. All right. <laughs> All right. Otto, you have anything you want to add? I remember watching uh, being in the family room and watching you know my grandmother grandfather and my mom you know coming in and out of the kitchen watching shows like Lawrence Welk and you know um, Ed Sullivan and stuff and he hearing the adults you know, talk about today's gossip and who's doing what and why and all that and you know talk about civil rights and voting and all that stuff like that and just a uh, amazing um, conversation uh, that I was able to hear based on some of these shows and, you know, people that showed up on them. I remember the first time the Jackson 5 showed up on the Ed Sullivan show. I saw that. Um, I remember that. I was in I mean, first the first grade. Yeah, the streets were clear. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody had to see the Jackson 5. Everybody had to see Michael Jackson saying, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. What did he say? What song was it that they did? Do you remember? I think they sang ABC, right? ABC. Oh my God! My sister was was she was, you know, basically she went she went berserk, and every girl her age went berserk. Yeah. Um, um, just Jackson Five. So those memories are forever. And then some of the newer stuff that's here, like like the Powers and like um, like Godfather Harlem. You know, you could check it out. There's a good performances there. Don't be uh, Pushed, put off by the the subject matter or what mm. people say about a show. Take a look at it, and if you like it, good. If you don't, don't watch it. Anymore. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much to uh, Learn Assassins Next Door. We will see you all next week, which is our Father's Day show, which is uh, what is it, um, Dad or Dud? It's Dud or Dud? Something like that for Dudley. our dad. You know, Dudley or Dudley? Yeah, the ones who are, are uh, media, the best and the worst dads. Is anybody watching the Tony Awards tomorrow? Any, any interest in watching that at all? Yeah, I, I always watch the awards show, so yeah, I'm going to watch it. 
Also, I'm there's good. nothing else on the other channel, so. Yeah, but I don't even know what's out there. What's um, in the running this year? Uh, Samuel Jackson, I know, is up for supporting actor in a piano lesson. Really? Mm-hmm. You seen the, you know, the, the, the thing about Broadway, and this not to keep on keep us on too long, is do the same plays over and over and over again. The piano lessons is decades ago. Yeah. Well, one of the things they always have is there's a category for revivals. So there's yeah. always going to be a revival somewhere. And the other one to watch is Audra McDonald is up for best act, actor, uh, female lead. So if she wins, this would be like her, her eighth award or something like that. Every year. Every year. I love her, but you know, every year. Come on. Why don't you give somebody else a role every now and then? Yeah. I'll mention that. I do happen to know a Broadway producer. We'll mention that. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> I would be interested to see how they do a show without their writers. Well, but they, they made a... They, they got an example. Yeah, they they, but yeah, but they couldn't, they can't use anything that wasn't written before the strike. Right. So that means everything so, else has to be done extemporaneously. So no, right. no, Trump, no Trump jokes, right? Yeah. They can make the jokes if they want to. They just have to do it. <laughs> Nobody can write it for you. And they say, yeah, sure, I wrote this the day before we went to the picket lines. Oh, yeah. no, I'm just saying, no, they can, I mean, they, they're doing it live, you know, extemporaneous. So they can just say the joke. I just thought of this joke. I want to say it. And in that case, there's some materials that you knew were going to be jokes even. So you could have written them in advance. Hey, everybody, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, there we go. I want to see some good revivals like they did Oklahoma. They did a revival of Oklahoma, but they re they, they 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 you know repurposed it. I don't mind seeing stuff like that, you know, on Broadway. But you know, how many times do you have to see Annie get your gun and and you know, um, you know, cats or cabaret or something? It's like, come on. Well, for the longest stuff. time, you didn't have to see a revival of Cats because it just closed. Yeah. It's been on that I long. See, yeah, just I want to see. I mean, Broadway, to me, the way it is now is for people from Indiana who come to New York and want to see a play. So yeah. you want to show them stuff that doesn't upset them, you know, gives a good ending. You know what I mean? They can leave the theater happy. I think that's the way it is right now. So, you know, challenging productions or thing of the past and you know the one the one musical that we still want to see that we can't we has have never seen and really want to is the nightmare before christmas musical yeah just why made is for broadway. making that made for broadway why isn't anyone making that right it's too expensive right now come on Disney. Whoa, it's not too expensive get they, it right there's only the happy happy That's i right. saw listen i saw um um, Beauty and the Beast, and I saw, what else did I see? I saw some other thing. What on Broadway? And and they were able to do all those special effects, like the Lion King and all that stuff. They could do A Nightmare Before Christmas. They really need to do that. They really need to do that it. That needs to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> that other thing needs to happen. Say, dear Disney Touchstone, do you need me to do a GoFundMe for this? Right. I will do that. They own theaters. Don't okay. they own theaters in New York? I will do that. So yeah. that's our show in, in through two weeks. 
Does yeah. Disney own theaters? They can do it. Yeah. Disney yeah. owns Times Square. I mean, yeah, yeah, I would like to have that done. Yeah. Before I'm dead as opposed to afterwards. I would appreciate yeah. that. That'd That's be beautiful. needs to be done. I would like I'd be like there every day for like a week watching the show. Absolutely. You'd be like that blue haired lady who we who goes to every every week goes to the matinee. Yep, that would be me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well guys, I'm gonna let y'all get out of here, get on with your lives. It's been great. Uh we'll be back again next week, again, Father's Day show. Take care of yourselves. Um, get through this lovely weekend and have a productive week. And we'll see you all back here in the other hood. Thank you so much. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.